This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Kanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Welcome into All Sports Talk on this Monday. Glad that you're with us. It's nearing football season and Murphy Fair makes his annual visit or semi-visit, let's say. Murphy's here sometimes more than that. But Murphy, welcome in and uh, uh, we're excited to have you in. Good to be here, Tim. Good to be across the microphone, if you will, from you. We've we've done a lot of ball games well, yeah, together. Yeah, give, <laughs> give some history back. I was thinking today coming in, uh, about 1993, Three, I'm going to say, the first time I met you was in this studio when J- Jeff Jordan and I were doing a show called uh, Talking Sports. Right. And he had this guy, this seemingly guru of high school football <laughs> that was going to come in and help us with the show. And uh, from there on, we've developed a tremendous friendship. And uh, yeah, as you say, we've traveled many miles together, eat many yeah. meals together, and some things we probably ought to talk about. Some places I never thought I would go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Murphy, you've. Uh, been known as the guru of high school football you have tennessee high school magazine that you've done for how many years now this is number 34 uh Uh, started as a hobby as a lot of people out there know uh but i've been very blessed to to consider myself a a friend of oh gosh by now probably 500 head football coaches in tennessee especially the way they keep turning over these days but uh pretty good group of guys they care about the kids and and as you well know uh, uh great providers of discipline in the hallways it not just sure. 5a or 6a schools but 1a 2a if the coach is in the hallway the kids are going to behave a little bit more than they normally would murphy how much of of what you do you, you see as talent how much of it is grit and how much of it is just good fortune coming down the road because it, it takes a combination of all those things typically to make an, an entrepreneurial thing kind of work uh i've been incredibly blessed i really believe that um and and have really poured my heart and soul into this obviously you've, you've got to have a passion for sure you've got to have a passion for it and uh, a lot of those days of 10 12 hours staring at the computer screen no wonder i can't go to sleep at night when i lay down because my brain's still going 60 or 70 miles an hour but uh, uh, i think there was a need for it uh even though uh jim cartwright who at the time in the late 80s was head of the statewide coaching association and Ronnie Carter, who was Mr. TSSAA sure. for 30-plus years, both thought it was a great idea, but both thought it would never work. And I thought, I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> and I had its, it had its moments, uh, especially in the early going. But uh, you just keep working hard, keep trying to uh, develop relationships with not only coaches but with uh, parents of players and, and certainly with advertisers. Somebody's got to pay for all of this. And, uh, and it all – has clicked very well, very much so. 34 years in uh, counting. Uh, I talked to you ahead of time, though. It's, at some point in time, Murphy Fair is going to not be around. When uh, What will happen to the magazine at that point in time, do you think? Well, I don't know. I, there's there's several different options, and I'm starting to, to look in that direction. I turned 70 last month, and uh, a lot of people say, well, you don't look 70. I say, well, thank you very much, but I feel it sometimes, <laughs> especially when I'm driving over 3,000 miles lifting – Thirty-six uh, pound boxes, oh. uh, box after box after box, to uh, to make deliveries across the state. You have to do a lot of it yourself. And there's been a lot of people who have tried to 
to produce a similar product uh, some of them a lot more glitzier mm-hmm. uh, color throughout uh, but they're doing it with six eight ten people and for the most part I just don't think you can you can uh, support that many families with a project like this one or two families you can and a lot of times I've had people say you all do such a great job with the magazine how many people do you have working for you <laughs> and I said well there's three of us me myself and I and and, uh, and my wife and, and, and my put, wife hope it puts puts up with it she does she does because I'm sure there's a what a five or six week period of time that you're just about a zombie she is she is uh, incredibly understanding we've been married over 20 years and she knows when April rolls around she needs to just let me do my thing for a couple of months and try and get the magazine out but uh, yeah it is quite demanding on the time but it's quite rewarding too when you see the product and 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 roll up to schools from memphis to mountain city literally and they say well football must be here murphy's out murphy's <laughs> magazine is out and uh, and we can officially start counting it and i've been very successful in trying to get the magazines out by august 1st uh, regardless of whether it's through the mail, UPS, FedEx, or uh, me putting thousands of miles on my vehicle with a trailer behind it. Enough about the nuts and bolts when we come back from this break. We're going to talk about what's going to happen in this football year, which we hope will be a little bit different in many ways from last year, but right now it's still hard to predict what that's going to be. You're listening to All Sports Talk. It's a slick pig barbecue, spicy wings and Brunswick stew, everything made fresh for you at the slick pig barbecue. There's lean smoked turkey and chicken too, ribs so tender don't need to chew, well come on folks, I'm telling you, it's a slick pig barbecue. In 1920 East Main, you're gonna love the pig. The slick pig barbecue a Murfreesboro tradition. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, Monday through Saturday, 11 to noon, right here on News Radio WGNS. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back in All Sports Talk. Murphy Fair, my guest today, as uh, he celebrates his 34th year with Tennessee High School Football Magazine, known as the guru of high school football and Knowing Murphy the way I do, you, you you do have an incredible knack for keeping up with these coaches' names. I know that uh, you can match coaches' names in, in uh, schools, even though I know that becomes more challenging every year because the turnovers takes place so much. I've tracked it the last 10 years, Tim, and there's always been at least 50 coaching changes at the head coaching level. Twice there's been 75 coaching changes. There were 60 this year. 
uh, yeah, they don't. Uh, those names don't pop up like they used to, especially when you had coaches at the same school for you know ten, fifteen, even twenty years. You you just don't see that much anymore. They seem to have happy feet and and move around for a bigger program, a more successful program. Uh, but we see that at the college level too. Uh, you know, if you come in and you don't get the job done in two years, and you're a former coach yourself, sure. a different sport, but you don't turn a program around in two years unless you recruit eight or ten kids from another school somewhere. Uh, it, it takes a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication and a lot of patience on the part of players uh, and parents uh, in order for that to happen. But uh, uh, I, this past year, for example, a prime example of seeing someone with great success and uh, all of a sudden they announced they're going somewhere else and that's Ron Crawford. Hey, I was thinking exactly the same name. <laughs> a name that was here at Riverdale High School for many years. Oh, absolutely. And and did very well as a head coach himself. I think his very first year at Brentwood High School in his first stint won a state championship. And then went off, was there for several years, went to Cleveland for a few years and then came back and, and elevated the Brentwood program once again. But an opportunity came up within the family. Uh, his wife is the mother of uh, Thomas McDaniel's wife. Yes. And uh, it was just a golden opportunity. She gets to see her granddaughters a whole lot more regularly. And uh, like everybody else who sold a house in the last month or so, Ron did very well selling his house in a couple of days and uh, several thousand dollars over the asking price, he told me and uh, found a house a mile and a half from Christian Brothers where he's going to be the defensive coordinator for uh, uh, Thomas McDaniel. And Thomas was here in Murfreesboro as well. Right. Uh, you got lots of names from Murfreesboro that are around the state being successful. We've got great coaches here, but they, they've some of them have farmed themselves out. For example, probably the, the most successful coach in the state right now, Gary Rankin. Uh, Al- Alcoa, I don't know what their streak is, but uh, and, and I'm sure you're going to tell me they're, they're going to be a favorite to win it again this year. Uh, absolutely. I think they've won six or seven in a row, and there's a lot of head coaches across the state that were under Gary at Riverdale High School, for sure. Uh, good good programs here. As we mentioned, though, Murphy, uh, the system has grown and grown and grown. And, and at first, when Riverdale and Oakland spread out to Blackman and then to Siegel and, and then on and on, the, the idea was, well, it'll water everything down. It done, done anything but that, hasn't it? It didn't even come close to watering everything down. It just made everybody that much stronger. There's And, and people now, uh, I think at one time, the reason Murfreesboro had so much success, they had really good coaching. They had really great uh, youth football leagues, mm-hmm. uh, middle school leagues, whatever you want to call yeah, well, it. Let me make that point real quick and then go back to it. There's a lot of places in the state that don't play middle school football. And that's And true. that's a huge advantage here, isn't it? Clarksville and Knoxville are two uh, of the larger cities in the state that don't have organized middle school football. And so those kids are playing in peewee or junior pro or whatever. And a lot of times that's not they're not using the same playbook that whatever high school they decide sure. to go to. And consequently, it makes it a lot more difficult. First, those kids have got to unlearn what they were taught in junior pro and relearn what the high school coach wanted. Uh, But now, Rutherford County and Williamson County are two, probably the two fastest growing counties in the state, uh, certainly mentioned in national circles. Uh, Kids from other states are gravitating to those two counties. Sure. Uh, I've talked to the county athletic director in Williamson County, and he said last year there was not a single day at school that he didn't get at least two or three phone calls from California because once COVID started spreading, California did away with all high school sports. Yeah. And those families wanted their kids to still remain high on recruiting lists. And so consequently, they came to uh, – they came to Nashville and Middle Tennessee, and now it seems to be that way all over the state. We'll stay broad a little bit and then narrow our focus down to the schools here in just a, a little while. But uh, you mentioned schools not playing. Memphis City Schools did not play football at all last year. Will they be playing this year, and, and how far behind are they going to be, and how many players did they lose that they can't replace? It's hard to say. Uh, there are three or four school systems uh, in Shelby County that used to be under the the metro memphis metro board of education and and once that took place those schools decided to have their own special school district i'm talking about places like houston high school arlington collierville uh and they they 
played pretty much a full schedule right. last year. Uh, but those inner city schools did not. And uh, when I was delivering magazines in Memphis just two weeks ago, every public school I pulled up to, you had to have a mask to get in the building. Uh, they're, they're trying to do everything they possibly can to not repeat what they went through last year as far as high school sports were concerned. You know, it, 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 many tragedies have come from this COVID thing, and let's make sure we don't put high school football above things like the nurses and the hospitals that have had to sure. go through that kind of thing, people who have lost jobs, lost businesses, Murphy, as you well know. Uh, but, but these kids education and certainly their opportunity to play sports at, at whatever level it happens to be is one of those things you, you just can't ever get back it's almost like those kids in memphis and those kids in california and other places that didn't have a season last year can't somehow have a red shirt year sure uh you know because they still need to grow they need to mature they need uh what they didn't get last year and uh i don't know that we'll ever really seriously know uh, the final impact of what COVID had on high school sports nationally, uh, because there's there's no way of tracking what if, you know. Uh, but a lot of those kids that seem to be on the radar just kind of fell by the wayside. Several of those things uh, took place for sure. College football, which drives what high schools need to be doing as far as recruiting is concerned, as you mentioned, allowed students to stay an extra year and, and play that extra year of eligibility, which had to affect high school recruiting as well as the new recruiting rules that allow college kids to transfer the portal. Right. How concerned are high school coaches about their kids being able to sign the same number of scholarships that they've had in the past? I think the portal's going to have some serious ramifications. Uh, the, the big are going to get bigger and the small are going to get smaller. And that spread between the haves and the have-nots that we've seen in high school sports sure is, is going to even get wider for college sports as well. I understand uh, through a mutual friend of ours who has a son playing at Eastern Kentucky, the OVC is not real happy with Eastern Kentucky because they didn't play football this past spring. And Eastern Kentucky is giving serious looks to joining the uh, Atlantic Sun, which AT Belmont and, right. and, and, uh, and Lipscomb are in. Half of those schools don't even have a football team. Sure. So uh, I, I've had more than one person say the OVC is in some serious trouble right now as far as long-term existence. Well, I, you know, the, the, I, I know some colleges are taking the approach in middle. If you look at their recruiting class this past year, I think they signed 11 or 12 kids out of high school with the idea in mind that they want to be able to allow the portal kids to come in. And so the, the number of high school kids that will get recruited will have to be minimized to what it was before. Sure. Sure, absolutely. But, uh, Murph, uh, the, the temperature for high school football in the state of Tennessee had last year. We made it to the Blue Cross Bowl, thankfully. Uh, and But we had some situations where schools didn't play, as we mentioned. What do you see this season? How far can we bounce back to, to normal this year? I don't know. With this new variant, uh, the Delta variant, as they call it, uh, now just the numbers are exploding all over the country. The vast majority of the peop of the admissions to hospitals are people who have not been vaccinated. And uh, I think there's still just too many people out there that don't want to be told what to do. When you and I were in elementary school, we had to have a polio shot. Sure. We had to have a smallpox shot. And, and probably two or three others that I don't remember much as well. But now it's a choice. And, and more than half the people are saying, not my child, get that needle away from them. And consequently, I think we're in, I may be a, a pessimist on this instead of an optimist, but I just feel like uh, we're gonna be very lucky to have a full season again. Three months ago, uh, I was in the, the camp that, that we will start school in August. Everything was going to be just hunky and dory right. uh, and all that kind of thing. And the last three or four weeks have put a cloud on that. I, I, once again, I'm saying I'm glad I'm not on the school board like I was once upon a time because they're back to that point where they're going to have to make decisions, which way to go with masks, which way to go with distance learning, those kinds of things that I'm sure they just would soon not have to make those decisions because it's a no-win situation for distance sure. Lear distance learning has not proved itself to be a successful tool. Well, sure. I think we all can agree that the kids need to be in school, but at but the same there's time, so there's a lot many of... other dominoes that fall when sure. that falls, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, that's a whole di different thing, but it clearly 
has an effect effect in high school sports last year, middle school sports last year, and will do so to some level this year. As we mentioned in Memphis, I, I think some harm was done last year by not playing at all that they can't repair in one year's time. Would you? Could, I think you're shaking your head. Yes, I would think so. And and some of those kids at those inner city schools ended up transferring to some of those special school districts that I referenced, but they also had something called travel football. One was called uh, Pure Athletic. I've forgotten the name of the others, but it was an all-star travel football team that basically operated under the umbrella of homeschooling. That was the common denominator. And uh, I think all of those teams are still going to be in existence. They've shown up on a lot of Memphis uh, public school schedules this year. Homeschools, charter schools, magnet schools, they've also changed the landscape of things, right? It's, it's not just as simple as is it public or private anymore. No, it's not just the private schools doing the recruiting. <laughs> it's all of them. All right, Murphy, we need to take a break. Chip Walters has our Blue Raider Insider Report after this. We'll be back with Murphy Fair after Chip. You're listening to All Sports Talk. Severe weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. You should be in shelter already. In there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Still busy out here up and down. 840 has been for quite some time in both directions over here around Jefferson Pike. Just typical stopping of delays right now up and down. Sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard carrying a steady flow of traffic on 24 East right now over from Davidson County back through Rutherford County. Hey, Ripley's Aquarium. Sleep of the Sharks coming up. Check it out online at Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck when you're on time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake up crew, here's what you've been missing. News, traffic, weather, and fun. <laughs> Don't miss the wake up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. News, traffic, weather, and fun. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders! When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance. 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. And, you know, there was a lot of buzz over the weekend about the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. 
you may or may not know this, but uh, the the vision behind that entire event uh, was for Matt Cruz. And Matt is a former Blue Raider football player. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Matt uh, grew up in the mid-state down in Lawrence County, played his high school football in Lawrenceburg, and uh, came to Middle Tennessee and was a, a very good kicker uh, during his career uh, with, with the Blue Raiders. After graduation, he got into the racing business with, you know, in, in on the NASCAR side to start with, and then eventually moved over to the IndyCar side of things. And, you know, and, and he has mentioned it in several different publications that he, um, you know, has been thinking about this for about seven years. Uh, one of his really good friends and teammates uh, at middle is my analyst and on the radio, Wes Counts. And Wes actually told me about this a couple of years ago, said, hey, be on the lookout. You might see a Grand Prix event coming through Nashville. And uh, sure enough, uh, that vision that Matt had seven years ago, that dream came true Came true this weekend and uh, by all accounts was uh, hugely successful. So it's the first of what will be uh, many years of the Music City Grand Prix in Nashville, but a tip of the hat to a Blue Raider, that's Matt Cruz. Well, uh, also some news today about former Blue Raider head football coach Andy McCollum. You know, as uh, Andy spent a good deal of time at Georgia Tech, then went on to Western Carolina last season and was there for their spring season before uh, the head coach there was let go and that entire staff got replaced. Well, Andy today has uh, taken a new position as a defensive analyst for the University of Buffalo. They play in the Mid-American Conference, so we wish uh, Andy all the best of luck there and a uh, good spot there for him in Buffalo, New York. Speaking of football, Blue Raider football practice got underway over the weekend. Whistles blowing and just a, a lot of a lot of excitement on the field. But the first couple of practices uh, have uh, have been in the books. Fall camp is back in Murfreesboro, and uh, much of the first couple of practices was a, a test of retention, seeing how much of the team, particularly the offense, under a new scheme from the mind of offensive coordinator Brent Deerman, could execute the install from the spring and the test the team passed with flying colors said coach Rick Stockstill he said that he thought there was very good retention mentally from what they had done in spring practice and throughout the summer Chase Cunningham the long tenured Blue Raider quarterback who's competing for the starting job couldn't agree more he said we have come so far as an offense our day one install from the spring is just levels of improvement and as with most days of camp drills were focused on technique and competition with the required uh, days of practice in shorts, limiting the amount of full contact the team could partake in. So it will continue as we are just under four weeks from the opening of the season as the Blue Raiders will face Monmouth on Labor Day weekend, 6 o'clock September 4th at Floyd Stadium. Also today, MTSU reinstated uh, mask mandates inside buildings on campus, uh, but uh, not as far as being outside. So that uh, that we'll yet to see how that will play out as far as uh, football season is concerned. All right, uh, that's it for today, folks. We'll have another update for you coming up tomorrow. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. 
A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. back with all sports talk murphy fair with me in studio today glad that uh, murphy is with us as he's been doing for many years his station murphy you mentioned a sh- radio show that you have is doing very well and it, it airs here on wgns radio as well mention that a little bit and how that works thank you tim it's called murphy's matchups and and those who are listening that are probably 50 and older will certainly remember leonard's losers uh, it was something that you definitely listened to on the way to an SEC ball game or other college ball game in the fall back in the 70s and even 80s. Understand, he had over a thousand radio stations carrying that show, but he picked the loser of college football games. I'm picking the winner of high school football games. Oh, really? One and the same, right? It's just a good way to look at it. It is. We're just trying to promote the sport and promote the kids and. Uh, about 1600 football games a year in the in the high school season across our state and i'm proud to say the last three years i've been right at 80 percent on my batting average if you will and uh i have a really good time about the fourth or fifth game i'll mention some little comment about coach so-and-so goes for his 300th win this week or somebody passes the thousand yard mark this week or whatever and just try and have the kids have a good time hearing most of the radio stations will carry this immediately before their pregame show on friday nights and uh, uh we have a good time with it you had uh, i know in the beginning the keith jackson sound like contest going on there was, there was a gentleman it was the same guy and is he still around no steve passed away a couple of years yeah. ago and he was uh he could do rush limbaugh keith jackson the list uh, bill clinton the list just goes on andy of mayberry <laughs> and did them all incredibly well and and uh i think about steve a lot because he was a great friend and an incre- incredibly talented individual with all those voices he did all right so let's talk uh statewide and we'll again we'll narrow down to rutherford county here eventually statewide uh What's the outlook? I mentioned Alcoa, Gary Rankin, of course. Maryville's always in, in those kinds of pictures and hunts. Uh, South Pittsburgh, number of programs that you just count on every year to be something special. Tell me, tell me what you look like in in a broad sense. Probably the biggest change this year is how many schools are changing classification. Uh, Tennessee is growing uh, incredibly fast. Uh, not just the the Oaklands and the and the Germantowns and the Williamson County schools, but uh, even the, the small 1A and 2A schools across the state. For example, uh, Milan is moving up to 4A. Uh, uh, South Pittsburgh almost hit the 2A level, but they're going to be really good. One of, their, uh, one of their favorite sons, if you will, Chris Jones, who grew up there, played there, went on to a very uh, successful uh, coaching career in the Canadian Football League. Won a couple of, uh, what do they call a blue, blue gray cup or something gray, like gray that? Gray cup. Gray cup. Uh, he's returned home and uh, is the head coach at South Pittsburgh. Can he uh, coach in warm weather? Uh, I don't know about that. It'll be interesting. Uh, but he he doesn't shy away from t- competition. Well, they're, noticed, they're hosting Oakland. I was going to say, I noticed that the, uh, Oakland has South Pittsburgh. When, when is a 6A a 1A school really decided I'll play a 6A school like Oakland because we can, not because we have to. Yeah, he's got some players down there for sure that that some SEC schools are looking at, and uh, it'll be interesting to see. I think their stadium holds about 3,000, maybe 3,500 people, and I'm sure it'll be packed to the hilt, if you will, when Oakland goes to South Pittsburgh sometime in October, I think. Uh, but it's uh, a lot of teams changing classification, and that's going to be one of the difficult reminders, myself included, as to as to who's in 3A and 4A now because there's been, as some schools have moved up, some have moved down, sure. like uh, like Trenton Peabody. They've won three, state, three straight uh, state championships at the 2A level. They moved to 1A. 
Uh, That's good news for the 1A schools, isn't it? (laughs) uh, Certainly if you're on that half of the state because the defending 1A state champion is Fayetteville City, who's got a lot of sophomores coming back that were uh, major threats for the Tigers last year. Maryville and Oakland have teed up in November a bunch of years in a row. I can't tell you what that happens to be. Is that a fair bet again this year? I think so. As far as 6A goes, Chattanooga's not a factor. They don't have any public schools at the 6a level to amount to anything you've got two or three in the in the cleveland athens area but for the most part uh it's going to be somebody from knoxville versus somebody from murfreesboro and on the west side it's going to be somebody from memphis versus somebody from williamson county you can almost count on it and uh oakland i don't think there's much doubt right now has to be the favorite here uh how good are they compared to others and and who can challenge them I don't know. I think I think Blackman and Riverdale will both give them a, a serious challenge. I don't know that they can beat them or not. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, Oakland started eight sophomores in the championship game on defense last mm-hmm. year. So they're going to be every bit as good on that side of the ball. And if the other team doesn't score, you're going to be in pretty good shape. Well, I know they've got a, uh, a running back for sure, one that, that's going to sign a, a, with a big – Power and, five and, school a, and, and a wide, wide receiver as well. Power yeah. five schools. So. Yeah. so they got plenty of weapons on both sides of the ball. And Kevin Creasy does an incredible job. He's got a great staff, several former head coaches on that staff. And I think that's, that's probably uh, one of the keys uh, to their success is, is not a lot of coaches, but a lot of quality coaches who have, who have led other programs in recent years. Well, I've been told, and I think that's probably true in football more than any other sport, they're all important. I'm a basketball guy myself and I understand how that works, but your assistant coaches in football at the high school level, if you've got the best assistant coaches, you're probably going to have the best program. Well, and George Quarles used to always, when asked that same question, of course he was very successful at Maryville before going to the college level and being an assistant, I think, at Furman. Uh, he said the success to Marav- uh, the reason for Maryville's success was keeping those same sure. assistant coaches year after year after year, and they didn't have to go through somebody else's different personality that they didn't get along with and those sort of things. Uh, it, it just everything maintains its smoothness and its excellence uh, from the coaching staff all the way down. I saw uh, a prediction uh, in the newspaper this morning. Smyrna Laverne, who will be playing the region number, excuse me, region five, which is the Nashville area schools, picked second and third there. Had they been in the region here where Stewart's Creek, Riverdale, Blackman, Oakland, there's no way that those two schools could possibly scare second and third place, would you think? Uh, probably so. I'm guessing I and I didn't see what you were referencing there, but I'm guessing Kane Ridge was probably the one they were they were chasing. Eddie Woods done such a great job, a former coach at Melrose and and, and I think one other uh, Memphis area schools. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 different. It's uh, and there's been several counties split up that way. I know where my children went to school at Smith County High School. They're playing three inner-city Nashville schools in their same region mm-hmm. this year, and that's it's never happened. They've always gone east in the playoffs, and this year they're in Region 5, so they're going to have to compete with the likes of Stratford, East Nashville, and I've forgotten the third one, but uh, the schedule's going to look altogether different, and there's a lot of schools out there this year that are playing eight and nine teams that they've never played in school history before. Stewart's Creek... Uh Rockville, new program, of course, there. Uh, Siegel, new head coach there. Th- those are the three schools that, that may make up the bottom tier of the six-team region here in, in Murfreesboro. But Murphy, it tells you how good they are. Those are, those can be pretty good football teams and still land down there in four, five, and six. And they may surprise somebody and, sure. and wound up wind up second or third. I think, uh, I think Rick Rice is – that's one that I'm really going to keep an eye on out at Rockvale because he's had those the kids that are seniors, he's had the three previous years sure. playing the same system all the way through, and I think Ben Cottle is one of the really young up and coming coaches uh, out at Stewart's Creek that's going to surprise some people too, and then uh, Chandler Tiger, uh, Tigard, excuse me, at, at Blackman, is doing some really big things out there. He was at North Jackson 
Alabama, which is right across the state line from South Pittsburgh. And uh, interestingly enough, this year, South Jack- uh, North Jackson and South Pittsburgh are going to play each other on the football field. Never have before. Uh, but I really like what uh, Coach Tigard is, uh, is bringing to that Blaze program as well. Murphy, we'll come back and we'll hit uh, schools that are not 6A in this county. There are several that play football here as well. We want to talk about them and, and, and try to sum things up and wrap things up after this on All Sports Talk. some amazing people. So tune in this Sunday to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show with Bill Wilson and Michael Lynn White as they talk to some of these amazing people every Sunday from 9 until 10 p.m. and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a day. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Good afternoon. Still busy out here up and down. 840 has been for quite some time in both directions over here around Jefferson Pike. Just typical stopping of delays right now up and down. Sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard carrying a steady flow of traffic on 24 East right now over from Davidson County back through Rutherford County. Hey, Ripley's Aquarium. Sleep of the Sharks coming up. Check it out online at Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck when you're on time traffic. We do it your way Pizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carryout and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. This portion of All Sports Talk is brought to you by First Bank. Banks across the state of Tennessee. I know Murphy Ferry has passed through several First Bank areas as well. Uh, Dixon, where my wife is from, is there's there. They're certainly all over Murfreesboro and Cannon County. First Bank, proud sponsor of All Sports Talk. Uh, Murphy, uh, we, we kind of hit at uh, 6A football here. It's kind of hard to imagine that we now have eight, six, eight, eight 6A football schools in Rutherford County playing. Uh, talks about the growth, but you got Middle Tennessee Christian School, who's got a head coach that uh, name was fairly familiar to me. He is not Ken, however. No, uh, Coach Tackett, Colby Tackett with a K, uh, I think came here from Florida or South Georgia. Right, yeah. uh, but a, a real energetic young guy who uh, who uh, found about found out about the opening, and uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I think a different offense, a different defense, uh, what the Cougars do this fall. They're in a pretty competitive group. Um, Bell buckle, the web feet, if you will, <laughs> yes. are they're moving up from eight-man football, and they're in the same region with uh, Middle Tennessee Christian. So that'll be a, an interesting local battle because I'm sure there's some Murfreesboro kids on that Bell buckle team. Well, see, you mentioned eight-man football. Uh, we'll get to that before we get out to Eagle. We'll talk a little bit about that. How difficult is it going to be for someone to move into regular football, the 11-man from 8-man, and then Providence Christian Academy with my good buddy and yours, uh, LeBron Ferguson, uh, playing football this year for the first time in an 8-man league? 
the the excitement level is over the top in all of these communities that are fielding eight-man football teams. They're very small in enrollment, just don't have enough kids to, uh, to on a regular basis at least, field an 11-man team. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how that works out. I went to high school on an Indian reservation in Arizona, and there was a boarding school uh, in the outpost, if you will, where I lived that played six-man football. So I'm a little bit familiar with that. Basically, on offense, they take one running back away and and two linemen, mm-hmm. and, but they throw the ball like crazy. And it's, it's not anything out of the ordinary to see both teams score 60 or 70 points in one of those eight-man games. So it'll be fun to watch. Sounds for like sure. a track meet, doesn't it? Pretty much. Pretty uh, much. Almost like seven on seven league in, very in the summertime. Very much so. Very much so. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, the, it's very similar. Uh, well, it, it'll be interesting. What, what dimensions of an eight man field? Do they play the same thing? Or it it's a little bit wider. Uh, I think the length is the same, but I think it is a little bit wider. So wow. It's so it, it got a little wider. touch of Canadian football that way on a sweep. If you've got somebody that can run, <laughs> you've got a little farther to, to and, go And laterally. not nearly as many people to kind of dash around either out there. So you talk about setting an edge, somebody better be able to do it That's real well. That's true. That's true. Our good friend uh, Floyd Walker out at Eagle has been there a good while now. and. Uh, uh, he kind of found his home, and, and that turned into a really good football program, and, and I know the community is very proud of it. Very much so, and he's brought some of his uh, coaching buddies from MTSU yes. with him uh, to, to help out with that group down there. But uh, uh, they, they kind of uh, uh, negate the philosophy that you've got to go to a 5A or 6A school to play college football uh, because they've sent some quarterbacks on to the next level, They've sent some linemen on to the next level. Uh, they're getting great coaching out there uh, from guys who earned their keep at the college level for 20 or 30 years, and now they're kind of double-dipping a little bit, if you will. And uh, it's uh, it's an exciting time for those 1A and 2A schools now. It really is. Where Eagleville is located in Rutherford County with the success that the big schools have, you better have good coaching out there and a good program if you want to hang on to the kids that you want to hang, need to hang on to to keep a program going. And, and, and uh, he's been able to do that at a, at a very good level. Very much so. And, and, and the other sports out there are doing very, very well, too. They've had some great success on the hardwood as well. Get your comment about the Blue Cross Bowl moving to Chattanooga this year, away from Tennessee Tech where it was for the last umpteen years. Ten uh, years, I think. And I, and I get the, the impression that it may not ever go back to Cookville. Uh, a lot of a lot of factors entering that, but I've talked to some people just in the last two or three days, just asking for their opinion, and I the names are being changed to protect the sure, innocent, of course, but of uh, but I don't think the enthusiasm level is quite what it was among the volunteers as it was uh, maybe eight ten years ago or whatever. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, it's called the Blue Cross Bowl, and and Chattanooga is the home to Blue Cross Blue Shield Insurance. So. Uh, kind of ironic that it finally got to got to the uh, river city on the other end of the state but uh i really don't think murfreesboro wants to host it again anymore either so it kind of uh, makes me wonder if uh if it may be in chattanooga longer than the two years that well, chattanooga uh, had, you know built a new municipal stadium several years ago off campus for where utc plays its football game uh, my daughter and son-in-law and now granddaughter all utc people uh, that stadium's gone uh, on the on the campus right. altogether, uh, would Austin P be the only challenge? You think? I think they didn't they put a bid in this year, and, and they've got a relatively new setup there. That, that I'm not sure work. that they put in a bid. They expressed a little bit of interest. Mm-hmm. I think the big drawback is maybe is is hotel rooms, but gotcha. they, but the but the college campus uh, where we host the the East West All Star Game will be in its fourth year up there this coming December, and. Uh, it's the stadium is beautiful all the facilities are incredible and uh, it's it's certainly going to be a player they're building a new convention center uh, the steel structure is is in the process of going up right now it's going to be quite the quite the site downtown Murphy, you just got a couple minutes left uh, any areas that we've missed on that you'd like to, well, let's talk about your magazine a little bit how people get a hold of that if they'd like to do that and and, and how how else they can follow murphy fair well they can they can go to the website murphyfair.com i am just about out of magazines i've i've got literally just just a handful left and i'm still getting 
three and four orders through the mail, but they can go to murphyfair.com and there's instructions there on how to order one through the mail, but I'm afraid I'll probably be out by this time next week for sure. That'll be two years in a row that it's, that it has sold out. Uh, so I don't know if uh, it's not necessarily me. I think it's just the interest in high school football that Tennessee is enjoying right now, and I just happened to jump into the middle of that at a good time three decades ago. As all of us know, print media has changed drastically over the years. Your magazine is still this, the same kind of edition look. Is is it endangered at all, or is it is, is this one of those things that's just a nice souvenir for kid, parents to have when the kids have left high school football? It's a nice thing to to hold in your hands. Yeah. When when I became Medicare eligible uh, five years ago, I was transferred to a different pharmacy. And I walked into that pharmacy for the very first time, and the pharmacist said, Hello, Mr. Fair. How are you today? <laughs> and I said, I'm fine. How did you know where, who I am? And he said, My parents have a copy of your 97, 98, uh, and 99 magazine on their coffee table today from when I played at Brewston Central. How about that? <laughs> so it's, it's nice to have around. And, and now I'm writing about kids whose dads I wrote about. And their dads can pull out the magazine that they were in and say, "See, I really did probably rush more for twelve coaches yards. out there too that uh, dads were in coaching that uh, you're, probably that so. you're still working with as well. Uh, probably so. Well, in in the minute we have, uh, just kind of overall thoughts about uh, Tennessee high school football coming up this year. And, and and I know you like me encourage people to do everything they can to let these kids have a chance to play football. And 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 we have we all have some responsibility to that in my in my view we do and i know there are concerns about concussions and that sort of thing but really when you honestly compare those stats to kids driving cars they're no different and and the 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 sport is doing all it can do to keep that at a minimum uh and and what they get out of high school football is so much more than banging heads against each other. It's great life lessons that these coaches are teaching kids that they're not getting in the classroom and they're not getting other places as well like they ought to when we grew up. Uh, things are just changing, and, and the only thing that's, uh, that's uh, hopefully grooming these young men to be great dads, great fathers, great husbands, great community leaders is what they're learning in football practice. Well, the hanging head, the banging heads will start in earnest here in about two and a half weeks uh, as the schedule will begin. Murphy, always great to have you in the studio with us at WGNS Radio on All Sports Talk, and uh, wish you the very best and uh, and long life of your magazine, no matter how far it goes. Well, I hope it keeps going for a long, long time. Maybe not with my name on it, but the kids deserve the publicity right, for sure. It's going to wrap things up today. Monty Hale will be in the chair tomorrow for All Sports Talk. Hope you'll listen in tomorrow at five o'clock, right here on WGNS Radio. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ears Funeral Home. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. The GNS and our call stands for Good Neighbor Station. That's been our objective since 1947. Now more than ever, count on WGNS. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. We now have good treatments for vision with cataract surgery. So now you can see well near, intermediate, and far distances without glasses.